I'd see him sitting on that couch all day long, just staring at that Hollywood hogwash. Our favorite show was Hollywood Hogwash. everyone, welcome to another episode of Hollywood Hogwash. I'm Andrew Pisano, along with Josh Reed. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, Lord. We're oh, already starting? God. This they, is our fifth take today. We still killed, take it out of the gate. They killed their... They killed their devil. <laughs> oh, they ruined him. They ruined him. They, they, they didn't kill him. This is not a spoiler. I think everyone knows their devil was showing up and she hulk but they they ruined my boy. We were concerned. <laughs> ruined my boy. We were concerned that Daredevil was going to be a lot like a Hawaiian shirt, uh, uh, Hawaiian shirt kingpin. Yeah, and Daredevil is. is a lot like Hawaiian. He might shirt as well kingpin. have a Hawaiian design for his costume, <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, it was and a hat, little hat, you know. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Don't worry, no She-Hulk spoilers yet. I mean, everyone knew Daredevil was going to be in the show, so it's okay. Yeah, we'll definitely get into it, you know. Oh, God. But we did see a good movie this week. Yes, a very interesting movie for sure. Um, I mean, I liked it. It was good. I liked it. I, I just, when going back and doing some research, I became a little bit more disappointed in it. But it was a good movie nonetheless. Yeah, I mean, not every maybe uh, not everything happened in that movie. Maybe a lot of it didn't really happen. But and we'll definitely talk that's about really it. besides the point. I guess in a movie as a the movie, movie is, yeah, it was fine. It was, it was, a, was good a good movie, movie. right? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, why didn't we learn this in school? Oh, okay, <laughs> oh, that's right. None of it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but no, Amsterdam was. I mean, the performances in that movie. You know, Christian Bale, Margot Robbie, John David Washington, Robert De Niro. There's so many people. Everyone. Jesus. Yeah. Almost every speaking role was a famous person. So mm-hmm. we'll talk about that later. Uh, but first, let's talk about the Hollywood hogwash. So we had some new trailers uh, come out this past week. Right. We had a new Black Panther trailer. That came out Monday morning after this podcast was released. Mm-hmm. And Josh was like, hey, man, you want to do a watch along? And I was like, no, I'm fucking I was asleep. It was super early. I didn't get much sleep. So, well, there was a reveal in the back Black, Black Panther trailer, <laughs> too. There was a reveal. And I think we now know who Black Panther is. There's no there's no doubt about it now. Well, so it's there's Siri. Well, Huh? It's Shuri. Shuri, Shuri. not Siri. Shuri. Hey, Siri. Uh, <laughs> someone's, someone's. Well, she's when, when they show the posters. I mean, obviously, Black Panther has boobs now. We saw that from the costume, right? And it, and you know, she looked very good. Uh, but in the posters, like Shuri's in the forefront. Like she's, you know, it's like one of those Star Wars posters where it shows a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. But Shuri is like the main one, and then Namor's next to her. There are theories, and I think this is gonna be the case interesting that there's more than one black panther like they're trying them out to see who the best black panther is type of thing maybe maybe or that's just what they're gonna do going forward like we can't replace chadwick boseman the respectable thing is just we're gonna have a few of them like i think that was sherry okay the one they showed but i think there's still gonna be other black i think panthers. maybe also like maybe michonne I forgot her name in the movie, but the actress that plays Michonne mm-hmm. on The Walking Dead is in Black Panther. She might be a Black Panther as well. Maybe mm-hmm. that um, 
that other the big that other guy. big yeah, yeah Wakanda guy that well, he lives in the mountains or whatever right yeah uh, that's an interesting theory you know I, I could see that you know it's it's such such a great character that maybe they got to spread it out amongst a couple other people right you know it's having one defender of Wakanda maybe isn't the way going forward maybe you have multiple defenders. And it's not well, like plus you can't you're gonna have, have one suit. You're going to have Ironheart. Ironheart, yep, she's in there. Yeah. Um, I, I, the other the other takeaway from the trailer that I really liked was we got to see a little bit more of Namor. Right. And, uh, you know, his movements. It was kind of cool. Yeah. Like the, his winged winged ankles. You know, he was kind of like stepping on the stepping on air, going back and forth. It was really cool. I really like that. His winged what? He has wings on his ankles. On his ankles? Yeah. Okay, I didn't realize that. I saw him like it looked like he was jumping on nothing. Yeah, I think that was part of the the stuff. Is on that the because he can? I'm, I'm not because he's from water, so like there's there's water in the air, so he can do that. I don't know. Maybe I, I'm <laughs> I'm not really sure about the Namor character. I don't know much about Namor. I'm trying I, the most not I, to know so I can learn more. The most I know about movie. Namor is from like uh, the Ultimate Alliance video games. I just remember he's oh, an asshole. <laughs> He's kind of an ass. Well, can you blame him? It looks like his whole family was burned to death. By who? Or something like that. Wasn't that like like maybe his family was killed? How do you get burned to death in the water? Well, because like in one of the scenes, there's all that like fire in the water and stuff like that. No, yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm interested. It's funny how all of his people look like, you know, the Avatar creatures. Yeah, that's (laughs) so weird. And then next, you know, the month month after is Avatar. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's kind of weird. I don't understand. But no, it looks good. I mean, it's like you know, two uh, two giant you know countries battling each other. You know, basically. Yeah, and we've never seen this this country before either, the underwater country or whatever. Yeah, their Atlantis version. Yep. Um, But yeah, we're also probably going to get more uh, Ironheart. Ironheart, I think, had a scene in the trailer where it looked like she was doing iron man things which is she has her own suit yeah i guess she builds it in wakanda maybe well they have the technology yeah so interesting looks good good trailer yeah we also had a teaser for the super mario bros movie oh no it's only like 90 seconds and it's it's uh it's just jack black as bowser showing up to some castle and like fucking everyone up and then at the end mario does Mar- Mario shows up like he in ends up in like the scene. mushroom world? It gets he gets through one of the and he portals, looks confused. One of the tunnels, and he's voiced by Chris Pratt, and he's just like, "Oh, hey, where am I?" It's like that's. <laughs> oh, I mean, we knew this was the case. They said he's they not said that he's Italian not going to have the uh, the Italian accent. You know the the famous Mario like voice, right? And it's really a shame. Because that's what we all know Mario sounds like. But I guess in 2022, where everyone gets offended, we have to not have a stereotypical Italian accent. But I think Italians are like, they're not offended very easily. I don't know. I want the Italian accent. I think Chris Pratt was more like, maybe I couldn't do it. Or maybe it just sounds funnier as an American Mario. I'm not really sure, but it's, I mean it's not. It was it was really kind of off-putting, you know. You you get so used to hearing the way Mario sounds for right. decades. I think when we first heard about this, it was like, "What is he going to be like? It's a me, Mario." It's just like, ugh. Yeah. But no, he's just like he's just a white guy. <laughs> hey, it's me. Where am I? Yeah. Jesus. 
I want to try to eat this mushroom. And why no, does no, Chris no, no, Pratt no, no, have to voice every like main character? Because Chris Pratt's awesome. He man. also did uh, um, the Lego movie. Oh, What's well, funny? Right. You sound like the producer for the movie. Where when they announced, remember when they announced it? We watched that video. Which one? And when they were announcing the cast of the Super Mario uh, Bros. movie. Uh, I must have and he was that. like, Chris Pratt is going to play Mario. He's so cool. And it's just like, what the fuck is going on? Chris Pratt's amazing, guys. Of course he's going to make a great Mario. I mean, yeah, I like Chris Pratt, but... But it's, you know, it's also weird. Like, this movie seems, like, way too kidsy. And I thought it was going to be a little bit more... Not not like it was going to be a rated R Mario Brothers. I mean, Mario thought it was going to be kind of kind of more geared towards adults. Cause no, we're, we're the ones that played Mario. You know, we spent decades playing Mario. No, they still have new Mario games. There's still young people that play Mario. I, I, Joe's youngest son. I mean, he's in high school now, but he's he's a big fan of Mario. Interesting. So yeah, they can't make an adult Mario game or a movie. Well, I, I knew it wasn't going to be like the 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 movie Mario Bitch, Brothers. They cut your head off! <laughs> oh my god! I knew it wasn't going to be like the Mario uh, live action from way back in the day with the Koopas and the you know now the the overly dramatic Italian guys with John Liguizamo and uh, who was the, who who played Mario? I don't remember his name. Uh, those guys were a little bit over overly Italian. <laughs> They also weren't Italian, <laughs> but who cares? But I was hoping for a little bit of a different Mario, and this seems like to be a little bit too kidsy. I'm I'm just really curious what Donkey Kong is going to be like with Seth Rogen. Oh Jesus! Him. That's what I was <laughs> like hoping. This I was hoping for in the teaser trail. I was like, oh come on, show Donkey Kong. I want to see Seth Rogen. I want to see Donkey Kong like smoke a joint and then start. Coughing. Her <laughs> <laughs> throat's a barrel. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when does this come out? Uh, no, um, Super Mario Brother comes out, I think, summer next year. Okay. Yeah. There it is. Who plays uh, Luigi? Yeah, April. Luigi is Charlie Day. Oh, yeah, this is a totally American cat. Anya <laughs> Taylor-Joy plays Peach. We just saw her in Amsterdam. Oh, snap. Okay, yeah. Uh, Keegan Michael K is Toad. It's so weird. Uh, he didn't sound anything like him, so obviously no. he's doing a good voice there. Interesting. Fred Armisen is cr- is playing Cranky Kong. Who's Cranky Kong? I don't know. I know Diddy Kong. Oh, Sebastian Maniscalco. He plays Spike. I don't know who Spike is. Spike is one of the Koopas. He's like the main one or something. No, I didn't he's know like that- one of the Koopa Koopa minions. Aren't the Koopa minions like just those little shit things? Oh, not the Koopa. He he's plays one of like the mini Bowsers or whatever. You know, like there's different forms of Bowser. Oh. Or I guess Bowser's sons or whatever. Interesting. Yeah, Spike like is him. one of them. Yeah. Well, all right. We'll see. The, you know, there'll be more trailers down the line. And then uh, they also released a trailer for Violent Night where David Harbour plays uh, Santa Claus who violently stops some bad guys and... Speaking of John Leguizamo, John Leguizamo is like the main bad guy in this movie. Oh, weird. But it's rated R, and it's just it's like just this very violent uh, action movie starring Santa Claus. An elite team of mercenary breaks into a family compound on Christmas Eve. Yeah, it looks so it looks so great. I can't wait to review this. I think it comes out early. Yeah, December December second. So we're definitely and that's in theaters. So we're definitely reviewing. <laughs> This movie when it comes out. That's interesting. Like uh looks awesome. Like bad Santa, but like evil. 
Or right. not evil, but like an, no, an he's action not, Santa. Yeah, he's not evil. <laughs> yeah, he's just a badass. But I kind of like these like riffs on on a, on a Christmas movie. Like I love the Bad Santa movies. Those were hilarious. Yes, and you know this good. one looks like it could be pretty fun. And of course, Die Hard's and know, David. I just love that David Harbour's like getting you know starring roles. I mean, I love you know. Get, wow, <laughs> he was great in Black Widow. He was. Uh, um, I oh, love that he's right. going to be in yeah. the uh, what is it Thunderbolts? Thunderbolts. <clears throat> yeah. Is it what was he the red Red Knight Red something? No. Red Guardian. Red I something. Think I think it's Red Guardian. Red Guardian. Something like that. But yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah good so, for David Harbor. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Um, but that's all for trailers. Uh, let's get to some of the news. So the rap reports that Ezra Miller has recently filmed more reshoots. For the Flash movie that will never come out. Oh, interesting. So they are killing him as soon as... <laughs> They're like, Ezra, we need to film you a couple times just jumping out of a porter. Batman says, what the fuck? And he kills you. <laughs> well, I would imagine that if they were going to kill him off, they would have to do it in a way without him knowing. Probably. You know? he'd spoil it. He's an asshole. Why does Batman have a bazooka? <laughs> Don't worry about it, Ezra. Batman doesn't use guns. We're, we're filming a different so, scene. Why does Batman have a gun? Oh, because Zack Snyder came in. He's directing this scene. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, so it's pretty interesting. They seem to... Seems like this movie might be coming out. I mean, why would they be filming <laughs> more scenes? Ah, come on, Josh. This guy's going to fucking kill someone before this... Like, no. the night before. What if he, what if he murders someone the day before this movie's supposed to come out? No, well, what would they do? They would definitely scrap it for sure. But the no, day before, I would. They probably sure. be like, "There's nothing we could do. It's already." Oh shoot! Uh, no, they'd wipe it from the service, just like Batgirl. But no, I'm sure what they're doing is they are. He comes out, he films his scenes, he goes in his trailer, and they just lock his door. <laughs> they wrap, they wrap the whole trailer with bubble wrap. There's no way he gets out. There's nothing that he can do. That's true. They're they're probably, make sure there's no children anywhere on set. They're probably paying him just to like keep someone like from the studio with him at all times for sure like an accountability buddy <laughs> he know? has a babysitter everywhere he goes i, I would I, believe it i bet i i would bet that was probably the that was probably the deal i mean you know remember the whole deal like um warner brothers like hey come back <clears throat> say you're gonna get help we'll fucking give you more money mm-hmm. we'll donate to some charities randomly you know in your name you know, and then he came back and he was like, sorry, sorry, I fucked a, you know, 14 year old girl. Oops. Oops. <laughs> My bad. Like, what? But, you know, I'm the bingo. I guess pools. they're just hoping that no one finds out about that story. But it's like it's well, public knowledge. Well, yeah. I mean, come on. He, he wants to riff on the KKK. So, I mean, this guy's. Lost if y'all want to die. He's off his rockers. Yeah. It says Ezra Miller, a.k.a. the Bengal Ghoul. Like, what, what? But, but clearly, there's no way that there can be an Ezra Miller going forward, right? No. So there has to be a way he dies somewhere no way. in this movie. Yeah, or he just, he just goes away. Right. They have, like, some old ADR of him just saying goodbye. Goodbye. And they'll just, they'll just use that. <laughs> Robot and then a new goodbye. Flash actor will walk on the screen. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, they, I mean with, with technology now in movies, they could kill him off without him knowing. But yeah, and introduce like the Flash actor from the TV show. Who knows? Yeah, especially since that show's getting canceled. So or ending. It, so. it didn't end already. Uh, no, I think this is their final season. I think it's like oh. season seven or eight. Okay, yeah. interesting. That's my Flash. That's my Flash. 
Not Ezra Miller. I, I can't remember that guy's name. Yeah, I didn't watch the Flash show. I remember that was first on at the same time as Daredevil. And when season two of both seasons came out, I was like, oh, what does Daredevil do for season two? We got the Punisher. What does the Flash do? My girlfriend's pregnant. It's a CW show. Right. Yeah. They're going to get the Punisher on. Could you imagine but don't what worry, the Punisher would be like on CW? That, that'll turn. Well, we know now it's going to be on Disney Plus. It's the same thing as Disney Plus. Daredevil's girlfriend's going to get pregnant on the first season of, of Daredevil. Can the She-Hulk get pregnant? Oh, shit. That's a spoiler. That's not going to be his girlfriend. Uh, all right. Uh, so Deadline reports that Marvel has hired uh, Michael Waldron to write Avengers Secret Wars. Waldron has previously written season one of Loki and Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Okay. I could get down on that. I liked both of those things. Sure. Loki was, of course, the best. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Multiverse of Madness wasn't too bad. When is Loki season? I guess it's next year. Probably like early next year. I hope soon because I, I kind of miss my Lokis. I think it's going to be like early next year. I need me some Sylvie and some Loki in my life, to be honest. I'm going to guess. I'm going to guess February. That's going to be my guess. Yeah, because it's going to be a long while after She-Hulk. I can't think of the next one that comes out after that. <clears throat> no, it's the Sam Jackson one. At, that's first? Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What is it again? Secret? Ar- Not uh, secret. Sec- uh, secret Invasion. Secret Invasion. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. And then uh, Christian Bale recently told GQ that he did not enjoy all of the green screen sets for Thor Love and Thunder. Bale said, that's the first time I've done that. Uh, I mean, the definition of it is monotony. You've got good people. You've got other actors who are far more experienced at it than me. Uh, Can you differentiate one day from the next? No, absolutely not. You have no idea what to do. I couldn't even differentiate one uh, stage from the next. They kept saying, you're on stage three. Well, which one is that? The blue one. They're like, yeah, you're on stage seven. Which one is that? The blue one. I was like, "Uh, where? So this makes sense. I mean, especially for an actor like Christian Bale, who goes 110% every single time, you know, when he does a role. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, Dick Cheney, I'm going to gain 60 pounds. Right. The machinist, I'm going to lose 100 pounds, be a Skeletor. So I guess what that means is uh, we're probably done Christian Bale in the MCU. Probably. I mean, I uh, I, I understand where Bale's coming from. It, It can't be easy. You want actually to feel like you're... On and a real it, set, yeah, you, you want know, to immerse yourself in a character. You want it to it's feel hard to real. immerse yourself in a place that you know you're just surrounded by green screens. Yeah, I mean, we've seen. I think we've all seen the footage of like how they film these, you know, Marvel movies, and it's like, what the shit, right? You know, like when uh, when um, what's his name was playing Thanos, uh, Josh Brolin. Yeah, and then like they had a, you know, he had like this whole thing. And then he had something a Thanos uh, head on a top Thanos head on top because yeah. that's where the actors need to look like they don't they don't get to look at Josh Brolin when they're having these intense scenes they have to look up at the Thanos head. Not only that, but like you know, sometimes you could have been having an intense scene and you get the the monster with the green suit and yeah, <laughs> you gotta have a you gotta have a scene with a guy that you know you're not really having a scene with. Right. Technically, you're just acting by yourself. And doesn't Robert Downey Jr. whenever he's playing Iron Man, he acts with himself you know when he when he's in yeah. a suit well i mean a lot of them like uh what's um oh fuck uh olsen oh uh, uh black uh, yeah kate it's not caitlin olsen elizabeth olsen elizabeth olsen uh who plays um black widow uh no not black widow 
Jesus Christ. Wanda. Scarlet Witch. Yeah, Wanda. Sorry, I'm just, I'm tired. Anyways. Uh, it's early in no, the morning. No, she was saying how, like, when she filmed the scene uh, in Multiverse of Madness where she, you know, kills all the other heroes, like, she was like, yeah, I, we filmed that by myself. <laughs> like, she wasn't in the room with John Krasinski or anything like that, and that's how a lot of these movies get made. It's so weird, right? Yeah. So, I guess that was an easy way to keep it a secret. Uh, that's true. By not telling anyone. Yeah. Or showing him to anyone, even the actors. But what do you got? Uh, I got a couple things this week, um, and some interesting things of note, for sure. So, we all like Weasel in the Deadpool uh, 1 and 2, but it seems like Weasel... It's not going to be a part of Deadpool going forward. Yeah, we've actually, yeah, we've known this for a while. I know T.J. Miller recently uh, spoke on it again. Yeah, he was talking on the Adam Carolla show. And uh, let's see, this is a quote from him. Uh, we had a really weird moment, really weird moment on Deadpool where he said, let's do one more take. And everyone's like, okay, I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. And then as the character, he was like heroic. Oh, Lord Jesus. Heroic. Horror. Okay, enough, Josh. Please, good fucking god. Horrifically. No, horribly. Horrifically. Mean. Horrifically. Jesus Christ! I should have just said horrifically. He was. You did not say it right again. Horrifically mean to me. <laughs> if just skip the word if you don't know it. Um, I do it. To I me, as if I'm Weasley. He's like, you know what's great about you, Weasel? You're not the star, but you know, you just you don't do enough. You just do enough exposition. That's funny. And then we can leave and get back to the real movie. Sure. He's riffing. That's exactly why he said that because I'm not funnier than he is. All right. Um, but I think he got super famous from the first Deadpool. Things kind of changed. I don't know. I would work with him. Would I work with him again? No, uh, I would not work with him again, but I've said that about Michael Bay and now we're friends. Um, yeah. So no, like when, when TJ Miller got canceled, I what think you- it was like in 2017. He had some Me Too stuff about oh, him. Mm. Uh, that was when like they first said that like no TJ Miller won't be in any more Deadpool movies going forward. Oh, I didn't. I didn't remember hearing so, that. So I, I mean, this that. thing that TJ Miller is talking about that could be the case as well. But it sure seems like they they distanced themselves from him after the Me Too stuff. Right. I mean, for some reason, he thinks that at um, that uh, Deadpool hates him. So. Ryan Reynolds, yeah. Ryan Reynolds. I don't know if that's true or, like you said, more they're just trying to space themselves from him. But, you know, Weasel, uh, R.I.P. Weasel. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, The other thing I have is uh, apparently the Wonder Woman 3 script is complete, says director Patty Jenkins. Oh, that's so great. I can't wait to see that. (laughs) Uh, While speaking at the Myrta Film Festival, she says, I always plan a three-movie arc. There's a story that goes through these three different movies as a whole. Nope. Uh, but even now, I just wrote last week the final scene of Wonder Woman 3. So I think it's kind of interesting. Like, what is the arc? <laughs> what is the story that they're trying to tell? I think um, is it all with, with I think the Hyde? arc is that they'll finally have a good movie. Maybe. No, I mean, Wonder Woman, the first one was good. It wasn't yeah. great. First one was It was fine. good. Second one was dog shit. And I can't believe they kept the same writer. Yeah. Is she the writer and director? Uh, Or is she just the director, right? So maybe she directed uh, number two. But the other thing I kind of am confused about with Wonder Woman is like going forward. She's the director. Yeah, she's the director. For both of them? 
Uh, yes. Okay. For all three. She's not the writer. Oh, just the director? Yeah. Mm. But, I mean, why would you keep the same director after that Wonder Woman movie was such garbage? Well, you, can't Wonder fi- Woman, you can't fire a woman on a Wonder Woman movie, I guess. <laughs> just get a new woman. <laughs> just get a new woman. They're all the same. No, um, you get someone else. Yeah. Give her, give someone else a try. When John Favreau made Iron Man 2 and everyone was like, that movie sucked, they fucking replaced John Favreau. Yeah. He was the director of the first two Iron Man movies. Uh, the one thing I am kind of confused about is like, you know, DC really has like, they're kind of nowhere right now and they have no, no direction. So like, how can you tie Wonder Woman into the DC universe when they know. have no the, direction That universe is so discombobulated. I mean, I think that's what they're, the hope is with the Flash movie is that, oh, it's multiverse. So look, we, now we have Michael Keaton and now we, you know, now anyone could be anywhere. Right. That's where they're going with it. That's how they're going to try to fix it. Maybe. Uh, so the other thing I have is, uh, remember the movie Rust? Rust? Yes. I never saw I don't think It I hasn't come that. out yet. That's the one where Alec Baldwin killed someone. Oh, remember the movie. Yeah, no, I didn't see that movie. <laughs> well, remember hearing about the movie yeah. Rust. Uh, so per the Associated Press, the family of Helena Hudgens... Uh, the uh, cinematographer that was killed. Yeah. Uh, they have settled their lawsuit with the films, uh, film producers and Alec Baldwin. Right. And filming will restart in January. Ugh, just kill it. And the the funny thing that I thought about that I saw when reading about this, there's still four other lawsuits pending. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, so that, was the, that was the husband's lawsuit, who is also... Also, I think a producer on the film. Mm. So they're like, yeah, he's getting like a big cut of this movie. And it's like, all right, I get it. You want some sort of compensation since Alec Baldwin's not going to jail. Um, I mean, I think whoever handed Alec Baldwin a real gun should should probably go to jail. Certainly with a real bullet. You know, like I get that Alec Baldwin did not practice safe... um, like, do it safely, because even if it is a fake gun, you're not supposed to point it at anyone. Right. And he was pointed at the camera where they were standing behind. Mm-hmm. Um, but you've seen in that, you've seen in movies where, like, the camera's moving when shots are going off and they're, like, point blank in the camera. Um, <clears throat> so maybe it's all remote. But not still, really like, sure. Alec Baldwin thought it was a fake gun. Right. He didn't know until the pull, pulled the Who trigger. Who the fuck sure. gave him a real gun? That's the question. Well, these hap- these happen in Hollywood. It's happened a few times with yeah. Brandon Lee. You know that's how he died on the set of, on the set of Crow Two. And it's just like, why are there real guns? Yeah. Period. It seems like very set up. It's very weird. I don't know about. It doesn't make sense up, to me. Uh, but it is very. If strange, we filmed something right sure. now, if we filmed, if we wanted to go film something right now, I have a bunch of fake guns that look real, but they're not real. I don't know if I would trust you, Andrew. No, they're right up there. They're right in the closet. They're all I can show you. They they they, they're heavy too. Like they're airsoft guns, but they're not real guns. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. And then you you put these like um, like these air like these things inside so that when they shoot like smoke comes out, it looks cool. Gunpowder. No, it's not gunpowder. <laughs> but it's, it is weird. Like, you know, especially with so much drama in this movie, I don't understand how it's going to be any type of success when it comes out. Yeah. I mean, who wants to watch a movie where Alec Baldwin literally killed someone? Well, it's not, that's not in the movie. No, but Maybe still, I mean, it, I mean, you're watching the movie knowing that someone died on this 
on the set, it's kind of weird. Uh, well, hold on. First of all, have you seen the Dark Knight trilogy, Josh? I know. Someone died making that, too. I think a stuntman died every fucking movie. Yeah. I know. I remember one of them died in a... Christopher two. Nolan's killed a few stuntmen. Some <laughs> That's terrible. Up. Yeah, it is. That's pretty fucked up. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, the only other thing I thought was pretty interesting uh, this week uh, was the Rolling Stones released a top 100 list of the greatest TV shows of well, all I don't think we have time to time. go through this list. We don't have time to go through all 10, uh, all 100, but I thought it would be kind of interesting to go through 10 and see what you think uh, was missing. Okay. Uh, so let's see. So, Well, I, how did they compile this list? Is this one person or did they take a poll or what? I think it's one person just kind of uh, sharing how like a TV show kind of like made its mark okay. in, in TV. Sure. Uh, so at number 10, we have the Mary Tyler Moore show. Okay. I never saw it. Can't comment never on, saw it. on it. Uh, number, number number nine number nine, nine Atlanta. No, I went the wrong way. I went to eleven. Number nine was Atlanta. I never saw it. Oh, but that's I, the Donald Glover show. Yeah, but I hear a lot of people say it's really good. I've seen a couple scenes. Was it good? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, number eight, Cheers. Of course, makes know, sense. A lot of people love Cheers. I've yep. seen Cheers a lot. Uh, number seven, Mad Men. Never saw Mad Men. No, I never saw Mad Men. But everyone remarks on how good it is. Yeah. Uh, a good drama. Number six, Seinfeld. I was I was waiting for Seinfeld. I thought it might be in the top five, but you know six is probably fine. Uh huh. Number five, Fleabag. You have seen. Fleabag, I love right? Fleabag. Yes, I've never seen Fleabag. Yes, I love Fleabag. It's only like two. It's only two seasons. I think it's only twelve episodes total. And they're quick it's very too, short, right? Like twenty minute episodes or something. No, I think they're I think they're an hour. They're an hour? Okay. Or or maybe they're a half an hour. I yeah, I think they're like a half an hour. So give me like a quick sales pitch on why someone should check out Fleabag cuz I've never seen it. Uh well, it's kind of like she does the Deadpool thing where she she breaks the fourth wall in oh, the camera. Oh, better than She-Hulk? No, I okay, I said when we started watching She-Hulk, I said it's a shitty rip off of Fleabag mm. cuz Fleabag Actually looks in the camera and she's funny. I think you would actually love it. Okay. But no, it's about a woman's like dating life in London and how like she's she's just kind of like mentally broken. Oh, so it is like she. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but way better. And it's hilarious. Interesting. And yeah, it's only 12 episodes. And yeah, they're all like under 30 minutes. Okay. So I, I would check it out for sure. I love that show. I have no problem. I mean, top five seems like crazy for like a, but I really liked it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, number four is one of my favorite TV shows of all time, and that's The Wire from HBO. Amazing, gritty drama. Never saw that. Love it. It's but about- no, Fleabag is so, like, it's so short. It's only 12 episodes. I've watched the whole series three times oh, because it's only, you know, it only takes a few hours. <laughs> I'll, I'll check out an episode next week and I'll let you know what I think. Yeah. Uh, oh, you're going to check out a few episodes because after the first one, you're going to keep watching. Uh, number three, uh, Breaking Bad. Yeah, of course. Of course, it's got to be on there. Mm-hmm. Redesigning TV as we know it. Yep. Number two, The Simpsons. Hey. hey. Does it specifically say like seasons no. four through ten? It just says it all. <laughs> it says it all. Um, I mean, and- at this point, The Simpsons have had more bad seasons than good. Because right. the show's been on for over 30 years now, but yeah. But it's certainly like a, a defining uh, defining TV show. I would say like the first 12 seasons, you know, yeah, like especially like from season three to 12 or 
Is that Excellent. before they hit the movie or after they hit the movie? That's way before the movie. Way before the movie. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and number one, I think, is, uh, is no surprise, Sopranos. Yeah, I'm fine with that. I mean, they they kind of like redefined a, a genre, you know? Yeah. Where you kind of root for bad guys, kind of weirdly enough. Well, see, I never rooted for Tony Soprano. I hated that fucking guy from the first episode. <laughs> that was my only problem with the Sopranos was I couldn't root for anyone. Everyone in that, mo- in that show is Not just... even Carmella? Carmella sucked! <laughs> she was our, ge- our gener- uh, that, that f- the first Skylar White. She was awful. <laughs> She's not as bad as Tony, obviously, because no. he's a murderer, psychopath. But, like, she basically supports it. Pretty much, yeah. And she reaps all the benefits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, no, Carmella's terrible. Uh, Adriana was, like, the only innocent person on that show. When they did her dirty, I was so mad. I was really broken up about Christopher's death, but yeah. Christopher was a piece of shit. Christopher was a piece of shit, but he, he, he was like Tony's son. I, AJ's yeah, like, how, do you feel, how do you feel bad for people that beat women and murder people? Like Because Christopher's no- misunderstood. He's no, misunderstood. he's not. No. He's always getting squeezed, you know? No, 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 no. Look, yeah, he grew up in it just like Tony did, just like all these mobsters do. They grow up in it, but you still have a choice at the end of the day. Still yes, sure, they're products of their environment, but still, that doesn't mean you're a good person. When you were born, you were good. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, I, I just, yeah. No, I, look, The Sopranos is a great show. Uh, I, I really enjoyed it. I just, I don't root for Tony Soprano like I did with, like, uh, Walter White or anything like that. But right. even so, the last season... Like the last season of Breaking Bad, Breaking Bad, I hated Walter White, and I, and I think and it there, wasn't until the last episode <laughs> where he finally got his redemption. A little bit, uh, but no, I, I think there probably wouldn't be a Breaking Bad without The Sopranos because For The sure. Sopranos was like the first show that, um, that like had like the bad guy as the main character. For sure. I mean, movies had that, but I don't know that TV shows necessarily did. Not that I can think of. But the things that I was kind of disappointed didn't make the top 10, you know, of course, Better Call Saul, uh, Game of Thrones. They were ranked in like the 30s and 40s. But, um, you know, interesting list. You know, I, I like I like looking at these lists and seeing where people have things ranked. Right. You know, it's kind of neat. It is. All right, let's talk uh, episode eight of She-Hulk. All right, so uh, again, I, I think this episode was was better than a lot of the previous episodes. It was but the first time where it was like finally interesting. She finally did superhero shit, superhero and only because shit. she wanted to get laid. That was it. She had some thirsty eyes for Deadpool. Well, it was more than that. She kept looking in the camera like, "Am I gonna fuck him?" Oh, she should have said, "I'm definitely fucking him. I'm gonna fuck this guy." <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's so trying to be Fleabag, but it's just not. And when we first saw this leapfrog guy, I immediately was like, wait, did Judo Master, like, <laughs> did Judo Master jump from, did, did he get traded to Marvel? That's funny. He looked just uh, like Judo Master. If you don't know Judo taller, Master, Judo Master's in the Peacemaker show. Peacemaker. Leapfrog has some some weird rockets, too. The Tony Stark. But I mean, their Stark costume rockets. is the exact, it's Pretty the same close. thing. close. Rip it and rip it. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> And look, I know Matt Murdock isn't the, uh, you know, obviously he's a vigilante, but isn't representing your tailor like a conflict of interest? You would think so, you know? I don't know. I'm not a lawyer. Maybe he's just trying to do him a solid. And like, 
Murdoch and Jen, you know, uh, Jen has Leapfrog as her client who's suing the tailor for a malfunctioning suit. And again, Jen is a horrible lawyer. And Murdoch schools her. Right. Why did they make her a terrible lawyer? Oh, and by the way, she's winning female lawyer of the year. Why? You're the worst lawyer I've ever seen on a TV show or movie. I wanted to talk about that last week, too, because that's when we kind of figured out she was winning an award. And I was like, yeah. what scenes have we figured out that Nothing. she was going to win an award? She's the worst lawyer Ever. Well, she did get Emil Blonsky off. Oh, wow. that was about it. That's the only thing that I saw her do that was lawyer. because she had Wong teleport to. The, oh, please. This is so bad. She's the fucking worst lawyer ever. Yeah. He just takes her to school. Matt Murdock wins the case in three minutes. Yeah. He wins the case. Think about that in three minutes. And then she Hulk. What does she Hulk do? What does Jen do? Does she take any responsibility for losing the case? No, no, she blames her client. What? You used rocket fuel? What? How about you find out? Why don't yeah. you do some research? You're the lawyer. That's yeah. what we call discovery. I don't know much about being a lawyer. I really don't know much at all. I just know from watching Better Call Saul. <laughs> uh, like, that's it. Like, I don't know much. Right. But it's just like, yeah, aren't you supposed to find that shit out? Yeah. My cousin Vinny, where he goes, you know, he finds evidence and shit. Are you supposed to find this stuff out? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she just like okay, I'm just gonna represent you, and like that's it. There's no and, and no, no taking no taking responsibility. Just like ah, oh, the idiot man. <laughs> and by the way, the first decent man in this show is Daredevil. Well, of course, at eight episodes in, he's Catholic, and it's only probably because he's blind and Catholic and Catholic. <laughs> Yeah, so She-Hulk and Daredevil have a fight without touching each other. And just how Daredevil won the case in 30 seconds, She-Hulk won in 30 seconds. And only because she could do hulky things. She just claps. Until and then, then, Daredevil was schooling her. They weren't even touching each other. But uh, Daredevil didn't want to hurt her. She's like, I'm going to kick your ass. And he's like, huh, my ass remains unkicked. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> Matt Murdock. Matt happened? Murdock. Oh, you never would have said this before. Why? <laughs> so She-Hulk gets later, like, She-Hulk gets all uh, horned up watching Daredevil kick ass while they um, beat up a bunch of goons that have shitty crossbows and crowbars. I think... Yeah, I don't know what the crowbars were. Was this supposed to be making fun of Leapfrog? Like that he has goons, but they're all terrible? I think the pun, the pun was is like they had like poison darts for like frogs yeah. and stuff like that. I don't know. This is really like dumb. beneath Daredevil to do this. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And She-Hulk, what is, he's just beating up all the guys and She-Hulk's just watching and getting all horned up. Yeah. Oh, that's my man. Oh. Okay. Oh. So Jen and Murdoch hook up and... Uh, the next morning, Murdoch does the walk of shame in his costume <sighs> while not holding his heels, but holding his boots. Right. Why wouldn't you just wear the boots? I don't know. They're not heels. And why would he leave in the morning, too, like that? In your costume. Right. Oh, fuck. I didn't bring my suit. I just came in here in my dead daredevil suit. Yeah, it's very stupid. Uh, yeah. I can't call an Uber. I guess not. And, of course, we don't see any of the banging. Like, we just see, like, their feet when they close the door. And it's like, okay, that's great. Mm -hmm. And then She-Hulk, because she saved the tailor, he makes her the gala dress for Female Lawyer of the Year Awards. Where, didn't, like, five women win the award? Yeah, you know, no one woman is good enough to win Female Woman of the Award. (laughs) 
you know, come on. Woman of the award? <laughs> Woman of the year. Female lawyer of the year? Yeah. yeah, it wasn't female lawyers of the year. Mm-hmm. So then the intelligentsia agency plays her and Josh fucking in front of everyone. She holds a slut. Rah, 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 rah. Yeah. Slut. Rah. And the dad in the background's like, oh, oh my God. My oh my God. Can slut. I watch this? I'll watch this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we don't know why this agency hates her in the first place. Right. But they do, and they're showing her sex tape. And then her colleague's like, don't do it, Jen. I'm like, oh, so she should just let everyone, including her parents, watch her sex tape? Well, yeah. I I got what she was saying. Like, don't give them the satisfaction of of getting mad and, you know, enraging out or whatever. Then the the worst part of the show is when she roars. (laughs) And it's so unnatural. She's just like... She's like, what? I'm a woman out of control. Oh, now you're a Hulk? Okay. (laughs) So there's one episode left. And like, we don't have a villain. We don't have a villain. No. And Hulk's at, what is that place? Where's that fucking planet? He's in that other planet. Sakaria. No, not Sakaria. I can't remember where he went, but he floated off. I doubt we'll see the Hulk again. I, I think he'll come Walmart back. Again. I think he'll come back for the finale. And we're certainly not going to see Dare, Dare, Daredevil again. He was only in one episode. Maybe. They said he was only going to be in one episode. Oh, well, all right, then. Yeah. Who cares? But I thought it was kind of funny. Like, uh, you know, the day before, they put all this uh, stuff out. Like, hey, make sure to watch. Daredevil's going to be here this week. Yeah. You know, it's kind of weird. Like, you know, I wonder how the how Marvel's seeing the show and obviously no one's watching it, so they have to make sure people watch it. Well, yeah, everyone hates this fucking show. I'm sure we're going to see like, "Oh, guys, you're going to have to watch it cuz we're finally going to have a villain this week." Yeah. I mean, I would imagine like Blonsky's going to finally become abomination cuz what was the point of him being on the show if he's not going to do something? That's why I don't think that uh uh um the Hulk comes back because maybe uh Abomination. Well, Tim Roth said in interviews that he has a scene with with the Hulk. Oh, does he? Yeah. hmm. He says him and Bruce have a scene. So I imagine everyone's going to be like, yeah, Abomination's going to reveal his plan, whatever the fuck that is, if there is a plan. Does he? I don't know if he has a plan. Maybe he's just a good guy now. He's not. You don't think so? No. No. Why would he be in the show? Even these writers can't fuck this up. Are you sure? Well, I mean, they fucked up the show, but still, like they you have fucked to up, do... their, they fucked up Daredevil. Andrew. They fucked up everyone. They fucked up She-Hulk. That's the worst crime. <laughs> it's the star of your show. She-Hulk's supposed to be like a strong, independent woman. This is not the definition of a strong, independent woman. Yeah, she seems always pretty... looking for, like, always Ass. needing a man to yeah. like like her. And she needs a man in her she's life. She's so insecure. Like this is not. Now listen. I want myself a woman, but it's not like I need a woman in Well, no, you life. do. You do. I do. Yeah, yeah. It's- <laughs> Maybe I am a lot more like she old than I thought. Yes. I'm the Jennifer Walters of the show. Huh? <laughs> You're a terrible lawyer. <laughs> All right, let's talk about Amsterdam. Uh, yeah, I really like this movie. Uh, look, okay, let's look at this cast. So you got Christian Bale, Margot yeah. Robbie, John David Washington, uh, Alessandro Nivola, who is in Many Saints of Newark. Uh, Anya Taylor-Joy, Chris Rock, Michael Shannon, Mike Myers, Taylor Swift, even though she was barely in it. Timothy Oliphant, who was one of the main bad guys. Zoe Zaldana, Rami Malek, and Robert De Niro. Jesus. Yeah. That's insane. It's insane. And then a lot of other, like, actors that 
you know, you also know, but they're not, you know, big movie stars or anything like that. Right. Well, the dead general played in Arrested Development for so long. Um, <clears throat> he was also in Better Call Saul. Yeah, he was. That's yeah. right. Yeah. He was uh, one of the final, uh, it was the lawyers on that, uh, that, that, uh, um, company that Saul worked for and they yeah, quit. Right. Yeah. So yeah, I love it how, was a star study. I love cast. how all the movie stars just walk into the frame. You know, like, it's like, oh, who's going to be next? Oh, right. I mean, we, like, this movie, um, I think it only estimated made uh, $7 million, this opening. Like, it did really bad. And not even enough to cover Chris Rock's fee. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But I thought it was kind of funny when you mentioned in uh, uh, one of the scenes, I think it was like you had, like, four mega stars in the scene. Then you have, like, some random nurse that comes in. Yeah, it's like, 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 uh, how weird is that to be, like, that random person that comes in and has to interact with these mega stars? Yeah. Must be so weird. You got four mega stars and then just you, lady. Um, Okay, so now it it, it went up a little bit. Oh, no. Okay, wait. Our $12? (laughs) We were in this massive theater, massive theater, and it was me, Andrew, and one other guy. I was trying to find the updated number, but I read yesterday that it was like they estimated it was going to make seven million after Friday. I think it might pick up more, but I don't think it's going to, you know, I don't think it's going to beat the seven million mark from this week. No, you know, it's kind of weird. Like these big mega star studded star studded cast movies. They don't necessarily do very well. Well, this was this this movie, I think, was promoted very poorly. It was barely promoted at all. Right. We were just like, oh, this movie's coming out. Oh, okay, cool. Let's go see it. Plus, it's not like it's not a big action movie. No, no one knows what the movie's about. So you go see it. It's really hard to market this kind of movie. And really, you don't really know what the movie's about until halfway through. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. It ends up being a whodunit, but it's it's fun. Kind of. I mean, yeah. Again, I really like the movie. Um, uh, David Russell. You know, I really like him. He made The Fighter, which is a true story. And a lot of that, like, really happened. I mean, it's about a famous boxer. Mm-hmm. Um, he also made Silver Linings Playbook, uh, American Hustle, which was also loosely based on a true story. But I think out of all of his movies, like, this is the one where it's like, okay, pretty much none of this happened. <laughs> this was the most loosely based. We're watching this. We're like, what the fuck? Nazis? A Nazi group, like, infiltrated the United States and tried to overthrow the president? And then it got stuck. Like, no, 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 none of that happened. No. I mean, I would imagine there probably was things like that, but yeah. never that got that, never got that uh, f- close to happening. Right. You know, always like the committee of the five logo. It looks like a swastika. That's when I first, I was like, oh, it's Nazis. It looks just like a swastika. Well, but that wasn't really what happened. No. Well, even, even still, one of the things at the end of the movie when they're, um, Christian Bale's doing his wrap up like we all should have known, you know, the seeing the swastika in his front yard, but you can't tell what a swastika is from level. Yeah. No, from you can level. tell what a swastika is from anywhere. <laughs> well, no, not if you're th- those were high bushes. I think you could still so tell. So if you're them. walking, yeah, but he even said at the time no one knew what a swastika was anyway. Mm, you know. Maybe. But no, um yeah, again, like the movie. This movie does a great job great job showing how awful the aftermath of war is. Oh god, gruesome. There were they all so got many metal shrapnel in their faces and now, you know, Christian Bale has a fake eye. 
He's got a fake. He out. keeps on Christian Bale. It in Christian Bale is so amazing. He's such an amazing actor. He can there, play anyone. There was this one scene where he's having like an intense conversation with somebody. It's like the camera's yeah. shooting up at him, right? Well, it's a and Dutch eye and, it, still- and it's a Dutch angle. <laughs> And his eyes just going the wrong way. It's so fucking great. So, but he's having like an intense conversation. Yeah. But I think in that moment, you're supposed to laugh. Of course. No, this movie is a comedy. This movie is a comedy first. It's yeah, it's a comedy. I mean, that would be the number one reason I would recommend it to someone is it's funny. Yeah, like, I really think it's fun. Like when when Christian Bale and Zoe Zaldana are flirting while doing the autopsy. And they're showing them, like, open up this guy's stomach. It's great. And you're like, Ugh! but, yeah. like, they're, like, all in love with each other. <laughs> <laughs> they're, like, holding holding hands as they're scooping out someone's stomach. It's really yeah. creepy. And there is some very, very graphic and gory scenes of them, like, trying to stitch together veterans and stuff like that. Or, yeah. But, you know, it, it is fun and it's lighthearted, you know. I've always been fascinated by people who lived during these wars because they said they had such interesting lives. Sure. Like, yes, maybe it certainly wasn't the easiest life. But, like, I, I, I would have my dad. Because my dad was a Marine during Vietnam. Okay. But he didn't go. Back then, like, Marines were, like, the last ones that went. Hmm. So, like, he actually didn't go fight uh, in Vietnam or anything. Like, he didn't have any uh, battle action or whatever. Okay. But, like, his story is so fascinating to me that, like, I love when he tells it to me. And it's like, I feel like when I'm, I have such a boring life compared to, like, these people that lived during the war. Well, the. Because, like, in Amsterdam, they go fight. Where were they? They fought in, in France. France. Yes. They go fight in the war in France. Their faces get, they, they get fucked up. And then Margot Robbie's their nurse. That's not bad at all, having Margot Robbie as your nurse. No, and then not at all. John David Washington and her fall in love. And then the three of them go to Amsterdam together for, like, what, a year or two? Something like that. They have the great... And then they go back to their real lives. It's just like, wow, what a life. Because that actually happened. Yeah. Like, that happened... Like, my grandfather, he was from Norway. And then he went and fought in World War II. And then he got injured. And I don't know why, but he ended up in New York, and that's where he met um, my grandmother, and they fell in love and everything. And then, like, years later, like, this happened, I think it happened five years ago. I got a message from a woman on Facebook. Oh? That said um, uh, that she is actually my mom's, like, half-sister. Oh, wow. Because before my grandfather went to the war, he got his girlfriend pregnant, and he never (laughs) knew he That's, never knew. Yeah, well, that could happen. You're right. Wow. He left, and like she even this woman said, like the day he left, my mother was going to tell her that or tell him that he that she was pregnant. Oh man! And then he left to go fight in the war. That's and it was crazy. Like, Holy shit! And that probably could have changed the trajectory of his history. Had he had known, yes, that right, he had a maybe. child. But back then, you just went to war. That was how it was. But he might have been like more cautious or something like that, which probably would have, you know. Maybe worse or something like that. Yeah, it's so crazy how things like that happen. That's why when people say like, hey, if you can go back in time and kill Hitler, would you? And I'm like, well, no, I wouldn't be born (laughs) if Hitler. I mean, really, none of us would be born. Everyone would like the whole course of history would have changed. So, you know, drastic. Your father's sperm. Maybe, you know, he didn't bang your mom at that specific time. And a different tadpole got in there. (laughs) 
Or they just met someone else. But no, that was the whole baby boomer generation. Yeah, it is kind of, you know, my grandpa. Everyone came back from the war and then banged. Yeah, those war years were pretty interesting. My grandpa was on a submarine in, uh, uh, not a submarine, he was on a a boat in uh, World War II. Yeah. And that was kind of cool hearing some of those stories. Yeah, it's just, I, I feel like I have such a boring life compared to these people. Yeah, well, you know. Life was tough back and then. It, and an easy life, yeah, compared to people that were in the war and saw terrible things. Well, speaking of uh, life being tough, one of the things that uh, wasn't real in Amsterdam was uh, this, the scene, you know, when they were doing the, uh, the f- when they were watching that newsreel and yeah. they were showing like all those people marching on Washington, kind of like a January 6th type of thing. Right. That actually did not happen. However, there was a speech that the, or the general was based on a general called Smidely Butler. Right. That's who De Niro was playing. That's who they changed De- his name. They changed everyone's name in this movie. But right. Yeah. Now, what he did do is he did show up that that time in Washington. Well, but but he the, was the veterans still before. did go there. Right. And they yeah. just went there just to protest. Right. Oddly enough, and really shitty by the U.S. government, and I remember reading this in school, the army actually burnt down their camps. Right. And that's how they got sent, got sent back home. Yeah. Yeah. They never actually marched on the Capitol. But no, it's, it's, uh, you were saying it during the movie that like this, this holds up in 2022. Right. And it's, it's a hundred years later almost. Almost a hundred. 90 years. years later, right? Pretty close though. Um, and even, well, there's flashbacks where it's like from 1918. So really, that's a hundred years later. Mm-hmm. And the same thing holds up. Veterans can't get any help. Veterans can't get any help. There's always evil companies that are trying to uh, do you shit. Know, the, the evil, cor- the, the big corporations run the United States. Mm-hmm. It's, the, it's the same thing. And when De Niro's like telling, he's making his big speech at the end, and he's like, don't let them take this country from you. And he was like, well, too late. Uh, they right. took the country from yeah. us. It's been taken for a while, buddy. Yeah. So no, um, but yeah, that seems to be the only real character in the movie was uh, Smiley Butler. Yeah, while there are a lot of characters that could have been like these guys, that was the only one that I guess this was based on. Both of his speeches in the movie, apparently those were real. Yeah, and they just didn't. The they just the happened end. at different times. Right, the one at the end we saw apparently yeah. that wasn't uh, that was to Congress. Right. And not to. Yeah, like they showed a, the real footage of the guy doing it. Yeah, not like an actual room that he talked to or. But like, again, they, they called him a kook because he had no real evidence that any of this was real. Right. So like. But it's. They made this whole movie based on a rumor, basically. A rumor that's believable enough to actually have happened. Because yeah. I think we do believe that stuff like that could have happened. Of course. But we definitely don't have any evidence. But the. But. What they were trying to say in this movie that were, was that the Nazis were involved, and right. according to the true story, that was not the case at all. Yeah, the I Nazis s- were not involved. Yeah, I was reading a stuff, a lot of stuff by a Slate uh, that did a lot of research on this. That's what I were, read it from too. Yeah, yeah, because they were, I guess, researching a book that uh, uh, written about uh, Smiley Butler. Yeah. Um, the other thing I thought was also that Smiley Butler, uh, like all of his medals, were for like terrible things that he did to other countries. I bet he didn't seem like a very, very nice man. Apparently, he murdered a bunch of people in Haiti. 
<laughs> Whereas this movie, they try to make him seem like he's like, you know, this American hero. Right. Which I guess he was. <laughs> well, we should have known when that creepy lady, uh, uh, An- uh, Joy. What's Anya Taylor-Joy. Anya Taylor-Joy was just all enthralled with him. Yeah. And she ended up being the one of the main well, baddies. Well, I mean, one of my favorite parts was when Margot Robbie shot both of them in the face. <laughs> Just and then talking. like and then they snap back she really didn't do it and she was like oh no I was just thinking about shooting them in the face but I won't do it yeah, and then, and she then, then like gun up <laughs> Mike Mike My- Michael Myers and uh, Michael Shannon were like oh that would have ruined everything we would have had no case that's terrible <laughs> those two guys I, I love the chemistry those two guys they were, had. Funny. they were funny they were like bumbling idiots but they were yeah. kind of fun too they were fun it was really nice yeah um, one of the things that I saw from that slate research was that you know um the battalion of black soldiers that were led by white commanders, that actually did happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were called the Harlem, uh, wasn't... Yeah, I know what you're talking about. You don't, It's fine. Yeah, you know, well, we'll give them some... Uh, the, the, Hel- the Harlem Hellboys. Okay, nice. Yeah, so, I mean, that was kind of cool, you know, throwing some... But Christian like Bale, I think, is the most sympathetic character in this movie because his wife and in-laws send him the war to die... Um, like, yeah. you know, his wife hates him his whole life, and mm-hmm. all he wants is, Love. you know, you could have been with Margot Robbie, but whatever. Um, I don't think Margot Robbie was interested in him. Well, they could have had, like, a three-way relationship. Who knows? Maybe. Like a threes company type of deal. You know? <laughs> but no, but not even that, but you could have had some other woman in Amsterdam. Oh, for sure. You know? And by the way, I wonder what it was like for these women to date these, like, mangled men back then. Because, like, they come back from war, they're missing an arm, or... And Christian Bale's and John David Washington, like their faces are fucked well, up. Well, that's what his wife said when when they met, uh, or when they. Well, were, yeah, later she's oh like, "Oh, God, you look you're disgusting, grotesque." Yeah, it's like, what a fucking I bitch! I and can't she, do it no more. When she finally, he's not British in the movie, you idiot. <laughs> that's what it sounded like. But when he finally stands up to her at the end and tells her to fuck off, that was a great moment. It was, and then the funny, the wife is just like, "Okay, I'm gonna go talk to the tennis star." Yeah. I like when Not he goes wife. to the house and then she's like, oh, there you are. And, they sh- and, and then it cuts to him and he's just standing there looking like a corpse. He's like, hey, here I am. You could dress up as, as Christian Bale for Halloween from this fucking movie. <laughs> yeah, you could. Yeah. But no, then at the end when they, uh, you know, John David Washington and Margot Robbie, they, they leave the United States to go be together. We don't know where they went. And you just want Christian Bale to go back to go with them. That's where he was happiest. With. But but he got Zoe Zaldana, so that's not bad. So I think that's an excellent, you know, second prize. You know, <laughs> that's not bad. It's not like it's not he was fucking Margot Barbie, anyways. No. Yeah. But they're both uh, gorgeous, so yeah. why not? So there you go. Good movie. Yeah, I I'd recommend it. it. Yeah, for sure. Even though, even if none of it happened. It's... Yeah. <laughs> even if none of it happened. Even if the character they were depicting was an asshole. Uh, yeah. De Niro's <laughs> character. Right. Yeah. All right, let's do some fan questions. Uh, Joey Cage. Yo, I don't care. Matt Murdock slash Daredevil was great, and he hit on the first night. I mean, he's the best part of the show, but again, it's like a watered-down watered PG version of Daredevil. I, I was listen. I was fine with Daredevil until the Walk of Shame. The Walk of Shame was I was like, ah, come on, guys, Jesus Christ, yeah. what man does that? <laughs> that was the joke. I know. Ah, funny, right? Uh, Jerry Yang, did you all see the X Men Wolverine costume was confirmed for the next Deadpool? Uh, Are you disappointed that it was spoiled? I thought a surprise would have been better. So I hate how these things get leaked. 
So I think it got leaked by me because when we first talked about this, I said he's got to be in the Wolverine costume. Uh, I don't know who leaked this. I didn't didn't see it. So they did confirm he's going to be in the actual costume? I did not see that at all. I did not see that. I mean, at all. it's hard not to believe he is is not going to be in it, right? Yeah. He has to be. There's plenty. Look, it's just like wrestling. There's plenty of dirt sheet um, uh, right. sources. Were you disappointed with Bray Wyatt? You know, I'm sure you were not disappointed with Bray Wyatt. No. Uh, Hugh Jackman gets classic Wolverine costume. Hugh Jackman rumored to finally get Wolverine costume. This is from bamsmackpow.com. Yeah, I mean, come on. What is that? Is that our new website name? Uh, yeah, Screen Rant. They're all saying, like, rumors that it's possible. Yeah, that's what I said on the show. Yeah. I said I think it's possible we see the costume. Exactly. So, no, I don't, it, I don't think it ruins anything. It's not ruined. If they put in the trailer, yeah, that'd be ruining it. Yeah. You know, it'd be an awesome trailer moment, but I think you should save it for the film. Carlos Ramirez, I really hope the leader is in the next episode. If not, hit the hit the MJF button. Yeah, we'll I see. I mean, you would think so, but never run out of time. Uh-huh. The Rizzler, you guys consider an 80s action movie star bracket. Steven Seagal versus Van Damme. Arnold versus Stallone. Bruce Willis versus Mel Gibson. Kurt Russell versus Wesley Snipes. Yeah, that would be cool. That would be cool. Pretty interesting. Yeah. I don't know who would win, Arnold. We'll do that one day. Uh, Jonathan Ramos, I'll keep it short and selfish. Today is my 35th birthday. So a shout-out from you two fellows would be pretty sweet after waking up balls early to do my first and last 10K run at the zoo. A 10K run? The Dear smell God. of animal shit really did help me push uh, to go faster. Wow. Yeah, well, good for you that. there, Jonathan Ramos. Yeah, good good for Happy you, Happy birthday, Jonathan. man. Happy 35th birthday. You've, you pee all the time now. After you get past 35, you start peeing all the time. I think that's more to say about your health problems. But Luis Vasquez, uh, hey, guys, just wanted to give my review for the movie I saw this week. Bros, four out of ten. Overall, first off, I'm not at all homophobic. Oh, that's not that's not good. (laughs) One of my favorite LGB movies is Bruno. I don't think Bruno's an LGBT (laughs) movie, bro. Don't bros make fun of LGBT. He said bros was straight up boring. Yeah, I mean, Bruno was, if anything... Making fun of it. Right. I don't think it was that. St. Lopez, who's your favorite 80s villain? Favorite Probably 80s Biff Tannen villain. from Back to the Future. That's that that probably could be true because he was in some he was in three different movies. And I can't think of another villain that was so uh that was in a bunch of different things either. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'd have to think about it, but Biff Tannen's probably the leader. Uh Pop Culture Junkie for ten million dollars uh each would have for $10 million each, would Andrew and Josh reenact the naked fight scene from the movie Borat, including the chase through the hotel, the conversa- the convention room, and when will this be available on Patreon? For $1 million, I'll do that. It's funny. as I mean, <laughs> Josh does look like Azamat. I do not. I'm a much more fit Azamat, for sure. Uh, Omar, fit. why aren't we reviewing scary movies yet? I vote six cents. It's spooky month, damn it. We did review a scary movie. Technically, last week was considered a horror thriller. What was last week? Last week was uh, Don't Worry, Darling. Yeah, it was. Yeah. That was yeah. pretty cool. It was more of a thriller. That had some terrifying moments. All that eye work. Uh, Jason Deerham says, don't tell me you haven't watched Werewolf by Night yet. Oh, uh, shit. No. That's the Marvel one. That, yeah. I didn't know that Maybe was Maybe I'll try yet. it and we'll see what happens. I heard it's really gruesome. Willie B. Hardigan, can Josh please get over it and let us get to the scary? I mean, next week we're doing Halloween Halloween ends. 
No, that's, that's next, next week. week? Oh, yeah. shit. <clears throat> Is that the week that Eric's going to be on? I don't know. Also, F. Mary Kill, Bride of Frankenstein's Monster, Bride of Chucky, the doll form, and the Bride of Andrade. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> That's actually pretty funny. Rampager, know, top four TV show theme songs. I mean, Sopranos has got to be up there. Woke up this morning, mm-hmm. got yourself a gun. I don't know. Yeah, um, that was even in uh, uh, She-Hulk. Cheers. Cheers has got to be up there. Like we said, top four. I can't. I can't think of any. It's because a lot of new shows now don't have like great catchy theme songs. Theme songs like Breaking yeah. Bad was just like a ten second, right? You know, two. Like it's not really. It's not even a song. I lo- I really like the Succession uh, uh, song. It's kind of cool. It's just piano music. It's really kind of chilling. Right. Succession, Anything else? Good show. No. Hmm. All right. Well, that's all for fan questions. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast wherever you're viewing us. Follow the show on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Hollywood Hog Pod. And we'll see you next week. It's the season finale of She-Hulk. Thank God. And we didn't get to... Uh, we actually are recording this before House of Dragon, so we don't have to record at midnight. So maybe we'll we'll talk about House of Dragon as a whole once the season's over. Sure. But uh, yeah, next week, season finale of She-Hulk and... Uh, We'll review uh, Halloween ends. So scary. See you next week.